Welcome back to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. I'm your host, Davey Wavy. I have two very lovely ladies on tonight. I have Susie and Madeline Arshak. They're two lovely sisters. They're beautiful women. Uh, I love what they do. So Susie is a poet. She's red-pilled, and so is her sister, Madeline. She's a psychotherapist, and they do such amazing work. I, I just fell in love with both of them like when I saw what they were doing, and uh, I had to get them on. And uh, they've never done a podcast before, so just bear with us. Um, I have a lot of editing to do with this one. Uh, hopefully it comes out nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, guys, uh, just had a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully you enjoy the show. But before you do that, you definitely know what you got to do, right? Yeah. Smoke a dupe, drink a beer. Do what you got to do. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome back to the Red Pill Cartel. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. And uh, I have two very lovely ladies here tonight. We got Susie and Madeline Arshak. And uh, yeah, Susie, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. And Susie here is a poet, and I fell in love with her poetry on Instagram. And, uh, you know, shot this shit a little bit and messaged back and forth and uh, asked her to come on. And then I found out uh, about Madeline as well. And I didn't, I thought, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by this, but Madeline, I actually thought you were her mother at first. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> we're sisters. But- I'm her older sister. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, cool. So as long as you're not offended by that, I didn't mean it. Um, but Madeline, um, Susie's a poet and Madeline is a psychologist and she likes to do, yeah. uh, she likes to implement uh, red pilling in her psychology. So who wants to go first here? Like um, Susie, like how did you get uh, involved in poetry? When were you, start? when did you start um, writing poetry and like, what did you start waking up and adding in red pill uh, poetry into your poetry? Um, That's a good question. So I would say um, hmm, when I was, uh, I started poetry just like when I was young. Um, I want to say like high school, I probably started just writing poetry. Um, I didn't share it with anyone. I just kind of did it uh, just for fun because I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, you're a little creative outlet exactly yeah it was totally it was my creative outlet um, then um, I fell in love with uh, a poet my favorite poet which is Shane Koizan um, he's actually a local artist here in uh, Canada in uh, Penticton BC and okay. um, I, uh, I fell in love with his stuff I went to his shows and I that's when I kind of learned that spoken word was a thing and that uh, you know you could perform your poetry and so and from there, it just became my dream and my passion to um, to do it on a stage in front of a live audience. So I was blessed to be able to open up for Shane Koizan. Um, and then uh, from there, I got the idea to create a poetry page. And I thought, okay, well, if I can't be on a stage as often. Oh, I think I lost you there. Can you hear me? me now 
Yep, yep, you're good. Okay, strange. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So, um, yeah, and that's how my poetry page was born on Instagram. Um, and then uh, it wasn't till like 2020 that I started to actually share red pill poetry. Um, and it was just because I felt like, uh, you know, I thought I'd, you know, you're going to lose a lot of followers and I did, but funny enough for all the followers I lost, I probably gained double, um, in red pill people, um, who actually wanted to hear poetry. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're not speaking like, uh, what you believe in, then you're not genuine. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was not aware that you that you were uh, a stage performer with your poetry either. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, well, I mean, I've only I've, I, I well now I guess I've done it twice. I've done it one time um, for Shane Koizan and then um, Alex the comic. Uh, oh yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah. He has a like a private underground uh, talent show that he does like every two weeks and. He- um it was a secret i it's i guess oh maybe i should this. <laughs> <laughs> i just realized that never mind i i'm <laughs> sure i'm sure that he you he, he won't uh ding you on that <clears throat> i hope not i hope not maybe you can cut that part out so anyways i'm <laughs> there before too <laughs> That's hilarious. And he is funny. Like, he's very witty when it comes to the whole red pill comedy, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, comedy? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoy his content for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Madeline, definitely. how, Madeline, how, I'm going to shift over to you. How, um, how long ago were you a psychologist for? Like, what did you start? So I'm a psychotherapist, which is different than a same, psychotherapist, same sort right? Of world. Yeah, but different. Yeah. Um, so 12 years now officially but I've only been in practice practice for god I don't even know I I guess maybe three or four years now I'm honestly not sure anymore but um I've I've been doing it for a while uh private practice is very different than you know working for someone else which is freedom really private practice so I'm uh grateful to be doing that and it allows me to do the red pill stuff there's no way that that would be an option working for somebody else so yeah when you're a private practice you can do that right exactly working for yeah it's never going to be able to happen so i have the freedom to do the work i want to do the way i want to do it to be with my clients the way i want to be with them so um yeah it offers it, it offers freedom in that way thank what i'm so grateful for that's cool and do you find that the, that you're pretty successful with it uh do you find you have pretty good success with uh oh with the private practice yeah Yeah, so i've i've had clients that have been with me for years prior to the whole red pill idea and um yeah and and so my work with them is different but ever since uh, every ever since 2020 came about i have had uh, more and more success with clients that come to me specifically because of what I put out there. I, and, and I did fear at first, like, oh my goodness, you know, there is a possibility that I would create a little bit of chaos with my current clients. But I, you know what, I'm just like, I got to put what I feel out there. We'll have a conversation about it if it does upset them. Like our whole, you know, therapy is about safe relationships, right? So we'll, we'll talk about it. And 
it hasn't come to that yet. It might, I don't know. But the people that do come to me now come to me specifically because of my views. So it's, it's, it's well, that's long. cool. Do you find that um, your old clients come to you and you have a more open-mindedness approach to how uh, you deal with them as well, but they so still come my, to you? Yeah. Yeah. My whole in, in my session is like, the red pill thing is super important to me. I want people to be able to see reality as it is as much as possible. I mean, all of us are brainwashed. There's no escape from that on this planet. Like there's just no. Every yet. single one of us. Like, yeah. Even, even the whole, even the whole uh, red pill thing, we could be brainwashing ourselves by looking oh, at all this content. A hundred percent. We are so like <laughs> is so deeply ingrained in us. There's just, I don't know if anyone escapes it while we're here. I, I just don't yeah. know, but. Um, yeah, but my, my thing is to meet my, where they're at, it's irrelevant of where they're at. It's just to meet them there. So it's blue pill, red pill. It's not really that relevant. I just, I meet them where they're at. That's the most important thing I do. I think, uh, you're like the Morpheus of, uh, psychotherapy. Yeah, I heard that. That's, uh, (laughs) that's, uh, that's an interesting analogy, but yeah, I mean, I, I try to be my very best with my clients. I really do. Um, and you try to be non-biased too, right? I mean, you know, that's like the biggest preach that we get as therapists to be non-biased and possible because we, we don't get to escape our humanity, right? We're humans and we come to the session with bias, but I have to leave it uh, aside the best that I can um, yeah. in the sessions. And like I said, because so many clients come to me now because of my views and because of the red pilled framework, um, I don't necessarily have to keep my bias out. In fact, they want me to uh, have my views in the session. So, so it, 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 you know, it's like 100% client dependent. It's, um, yeah, if that makes That's sense. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Now, both of you guys, uh, do you guys live together or? Uh, no, we don't live together. Okay. So did you guys get uh, uh, like spiritually awakened like on the same, at the same time or was it like one before the other? Um, no, Madeline would have been wide awake way before I was. But, wow. but um, yeah, I, it took me a while, a while longer, but, um, you know, and it was in, to varying degrees for me, at least like, you know, it was just like, I remember like 10 years ago, um, or just over 10 years ago now, it's like I took a holistic nutritionist. Um, it was like a one year course. And yep. um, I remember when I was learning all about holistic nutrition, it was just like, like all the stuff that I was learning was like, oh my gosh, they never taught, they've never taught this to us. And it was completely opposite of what like I thought was healthy or you know, what I was taught was healthy. And, you know, they're talking about the body, the mind, the spirit, the connection between the three. And I'm like, what the hell? Why did we never, ever learn this in school? Like, you know, this is so important. And it's also so opposite to what, you know, they teach us is healthy. And so it was from there that like, that was a huge, huge, wide um, eye opener for me. I just was like, what the hell? And then and from there, I learned a lot of things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're being lied to. Um, yeah. And on but, so uh, many yeah. levels. Oh, on so many levels. Yeah. And I don't think, honestly, it took till 2020 to realize, you know, those levels and to the degree and to the extent that we were being lied to. So, honestly, in some way, like 2020 was, you know, 
I know it was, you know, so horrible for so many people, but it's like, that's something that I'm grateful for about 2020. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think 2020 woke up a lot of people. <laughs> yes, yeah. And still waking yeah. up, slowly but surely. Aha, uh-huh. yes, exactly. So like, for me, it's been like, God, like 12 years Oh, until yeah, I, I ask you. fully got like awakened, and then like this whole COVID thing. As soon as it started happening, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "Something's not right about this." I saw through it right away. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, I'm thankful for that. Like, my like my intuition over the past couple of years has developed too because mm. I've just experienced so many people that are just like still dead asleep. You know? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like. Like, kind of, like, feed them a few crumbs and say, why don't you look into this a little bit, you know? Yeah. And they do, and then they come to me, like, dude, this whole thing's bullshit. I'm like, I told you, man. that's amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm not aggressive about it. I'm just like, oh, hey, when you got time, why don't you just Google, you know, like, Agenda 2030 and, uh, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So do you find that like a lot of people like in your circle are awake or what um i wouldn't say fully awake but to a degree to a degree i mean like the people there's people that i work with and there's like i think only two people that i know that haven't taken the jabby jabby oh okay the sticky stab um but uh and these two guys they will not oh good yeah, like whatever means necessary, they will not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just like me, right? So, because um, you know, there's so much shit out there that I'm unsure about. You know, mm-hmm. like the whole graphene oxide thing and how it can, uh, you know, manipulate your yeah, restructure your DNA essentially, right? Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and the whole magnet thing, like the whole magnet thing, caused mm-hmm. a great divide in my. Uh, Two, two out of my three brothers. Oh, really? How come? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. What happened? Why? What did what happened? Oh my! It's it's kind of a long story, but essentially, yeah. like one of them was showing the one who who's not taking the vax. <clears throat> he was showing him how like a fork would stick to him, and then the other one would say, "Look at me! I could stick a fork to my arm too." And it's like, "Yeah, but you came to my house and you shed on me." so yeah it's like this huge thing right oh my god yeah so the the so the one that got shedded on could have a magnet stuck to them too yes oh my gosh that's fucking creepy yeah i didn't know that jeez and they both got at each other's throats about like take the vax or not take the vax and this and that it's just it's just like it's crazy. And now they're like not even talking to each other anymore. It's, oh no. And that's your those are your brothers, did you say? Yeah, yeah, my older oh. brother. Oh, I'm the no. youngest out of five, right? So Oh man, that sucks. Do you guys live in the same uh like the same state as each other? No. Oh, there's three yeah, actually all of us live in the same province in Ontario. Oh, oh, one. You in, oh you're Canadian. Oh sorry. I thought you were you lived in America. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, no, I like, 
Yeah, I'm in uh, Brampton, Ontario, which is uh, about 20 minutes uh, northeast from, or northwest from Toronto. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, So one of your brothers will never take it like you, and then your other brother has it? Oh, pretty much my entire family has it, except for me and my oldest brother. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, so no. It's pretty wild. My oldest brother calls me his therapist because he finds <laughs> me to be the only sane one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you guys have each other. At least yeah. the two of you. For but, sure. But for sure. What, like, do your family, do they not want to see you guys then since you don't have it? Uh, I don't think it's like that. I, okay. I just think it's differing opinions. That's all. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But essentially, I... like <clears throat> even before this whole thing, there's there's been kind of like a not really a divide, but like a distancing. Oh, okay. But this just made it worse. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It's hard with family. I know, like my best friend, she uh, like her family refused. You know, she's married, has two kids, and like her parents would refuse to see her and their grandkids because you know she was refusing to get it and uh you know so i'm just like it's so sad when a family like refusing to see you because you don't have it it's just it's hard yeah that, that is heartbreaking for sure yeah it's heartbreaking it really like, is come but on i know and I, and the thing is i'm sure that that's happened to a lot of families oh i i've heard about i've met multiple stories of that yeah, I people that uh, I have one friend. Uh, I'm not going to mention the name, but uh, mm-hmm. he took his daughter to his father-in-law's house, and he was showing him um, videos of like what's going on in Australia and everything. Right? Mm. The, the the man that I'm talking about is he's totally against the box, right? Mm-hmm. Father-in-law is like he says to him. Oh, good. Maybe the Gestapo will come in and kill all the people that are taking the vaccine. Oh, my gosh. Like, really? You actually condone the NWO behavior? Oh, That's disgusting. Meanwhile, 13-year-old daughter is sitting there fucking knowing that her dad won't get the vax and she's crying. Oh, no. Yeah. That one killed me. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. I feel for you so much, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Like, this thing, I think it's really uh, dividing people between people who are for humanity and people who are against humanity. But, like, people, it's tricking people into believing that the people who aren't vaccinated Mm -hmm. are inhuman because they don't care about humanity. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting division. I hate it. Now it's disgusting, which is all part of the plan, hey? To divide yeah. and conquer. 100%. 100%. It's mm-hmm. it's just insane to me. Like, like even, like, at work, it's like people will kind of look at me different because they know I'm loud and clear. I'm very vocal about my beliefs, right? Oh, okay, yeah. They kind of look at me like... There's some people that were like my friends and now they kind of look at me a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't approach me as much, you know? <laughs> uh, that's sad. But what, yeah. what about your work? Like, uh, are they trying to like mandate it or what? 
Uh, not that I'm aware of uh, yet. Oh, oh, I wouldn't God. be surprised if they tried to, but uh, no, um, they're not doing that yet. So thankfully, oh, God. Oh, I, don't God. Have to, I don't have to quit yet. <laughs> oh, yes. Good. Good. I'm happy to hear that. And I wouldn't, good... Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. quit anyway. I would let them, you know, yeah, fire get rid you. of me. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And what about um, like the passports? The passports there, like to go to restaurants no. and stuff. Oh no. Oh oh yeah, the passports are here in Ontario. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah, but not where I work, thankfully. Oh okay, yeah. At least it's not where you. Work. That's good. Are they over there in BC? Yeah, yeah. We've got the passports here to like um, go to restaurants and movie theaters and you know any sort of like entertainment. Um, but um, we can go to coffee shops and stores and, you know, they're trying to do it to a lot of workplaces a lot. Um, but um, I work from home, luckily, so I- I'm OK. But um, I know that a lot of people are, I don't know, scared out of their mind because they don't know what they're going to do. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like that's that's how people got tricked into getting this thing in the first place it's yes, like, I know. oh here's a donut fatty you know take the jab <laughs> I, I don't know, know. If, i don't know if you saw um that one thing now where you get i don't know where it was but somebody this is me going around where once you get this vaccine you get one blue jelly bean oh in a clear i know yeah we saw that, <laughs> so I know. Pill if you take the vax, right? Yeah. Uh, we we saw that. I can't believe it. Yes. Actually, it's funny. Me and Mathen just finished writing a poem about the blue pill. So um, that'll be coming soon. Awesome. Yeah, I love I love you guys' content. Like, it's just like, every time I see you guys, your two faces, I'm like, oh, I got to hear this. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's great. Like I'm having so much fun doing this show too. You know, like um, meeting like-minded people and you know getting the word out there. You know, that's what it's all about. Like, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, we're just we're just like tiny ripples and like, mm-hmm. little ripples and uh, tiny pebbles spreading ripples into the vast ocean of consciousness. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. How about what are the how about the rallies? What are they like over there? Are they big? Uh, or- they were. I don't know if it's still going happening now, but I think oh, things okay. are settling down. I'm not sure, oh, but okay. uh, yeah, we had some big ones happening in Toronto for sure, like like thousands of people. It was wild. Oh, amazing! That's awesome. Yeah, the big, they're getting bigger here. The rallies, which is nice to see. Yeah, what I think is happening now is that uh, a lot of people are really starting to figure out their purpose. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. things that you thought you could never do, things that you thought you were too scared of doing, you're just doing it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people are starting to realize that um, they're greater than what they are, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, and you know, they shouldn't be scared of doing what they do. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true there's there's a lot of beautiful things that have come out of this definitely and that's why like i i encourage people to like 
think positively about things that are going on right now as opposed to negatively you know mm-hmm. it's like as soon as I start hearing people that are like oh my god like we're all gonna die it's like dude come <laughs> on man <laughs> We're all going to die anyway. So why don't we just make the best of it right now? You know? (laughs) Yeah. While we have this time. Yes. (laughs) While while we're still alive on this short time period of time that we're here, Mm. make the best of it because you never know what's going to happen. You can be hit by a fucking car tomorrow or a Mack truck, you know? Exactly. Shot at a robbery or whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's true. So tell me more, guys. Tell me, tell me more about like what, what do you think the future holds for? Ah, uh, uh, that's a great question. Humanity. Yeah. Um, Madeline has a lot to say on that, so I'm going to give you. I don't actually, but uh, let's think. What 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 does the future hold? I I think it's going to be a new Earth. I just don't know how long. Uh, that's. Oh, do you guys believe in five D? I do. Yeah. Do you? Oh. Oh yeah. I think. Oh. I think my opinion, five D is the rapture. Okay, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think we're definitely, uh, I, I don't think there's escaping from that, but I just don't know how long this process is going to take because um, I don't know. That's, 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 and I also think, you know, there's times, and Susie makes fun of me all the time. It's like, I'm so certain. It's a new earth and it's all perfect and everything is in divine, perfect timing. Nothing is like one iota out of place. And then other times I'm like, we're fucking doomed. This place is hell. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you know, I definitely <laughs> experienced both extremes and that could happen within the time span of about five minutes. So, um, Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. Like you could, your, your uh, vibration can change within a millisecond. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. It's so wild. Oh my goodness. And to also not even realize like what in the world is actually affecting us. It could be like a thought we're having of food that we ate, uh, vibrations that are being like sent to us from God knows where. You know what I mean? Like we don't actually know what is affecting us in each moment. And it's a plethora of things. And it's just so wild. Being human is so fucking difficult. You know? It is. Like, yeah. Oh my God. That's the lesson that we came down here as a soul to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. And That's how I feel. Like everything that we've that we uh, experience right now, it's already mm. it's already happened. Mm, interesting. That's though. how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. That's really. That's a mind fuck, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like oh my god, I could go on about that shit. I mean, like. We were, we came from God. We came from the source of consciousness. Mm-hmm. We came down here. We chose to be here, but we forgot it. And now we yeah. have to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's fucking definite wild. Mind, definite mind fuck. <laughs> definite mind fuck. Oh my goodness. I know. Smoke that. Like, holy fuck. That is, that is a, oh, but it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to remember. Like when shit, when it's shit gets ugly, it's really hard to remember. Yeah, we're constantly being bombarded by uh, the the negative thoughts and the the negativity that uh, exists on this in this dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we yep. don't even know, like, you know, these like the, all the fear programming and and all of it. We don't even know what dimension it's coming at us from. Like, we're, it's so difficult to 
yeah, just the human experience, not a, an, an, an easy experience. And the fact that any of us survive it, I guess, stupid. I mean, that we even live through it is just wild. It's just fucking wild. Well, we do survive it because we're we are actually eternal beings, right? We're our spirit, our soul is eternal. So, oh yeah, in that way we do yeah. survive it. You're right. In that way we do, we do. Yeah, yeah but our, our, our I mean, our meat bag isn't going to survive. That's no. for sure. No, none but, for none uh, of us. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like that one saying that we are a soul. You don't have a soul. Mm. You don't have a soul. Yeah. You are a soul, so right? True. Because if yeah. you say. If you say that you have a soul, that means you're the meat bag and that's all you are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where does your mm-hmm. soul go after your meat bag dies? It goes back to the source. So mm-hmm. that means you are the soul in, like, incarnated into this meat bag. I know. It's so wild. Yeah. It's, so wild. it's crazy. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. I know. It's so crazy. It's like, what the hell is this? What is this place? How did we get here? What what is even happening? And yet there it's it's it. We're here. Like we're here. Yeah. This is it. I mean, what the fuck? It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's we're wild. all we're put into this. I, I look at because I'm a huge gamer, right? Like I love playing yeah. video games, okay, and I love. Yeah. I heard an episode about like uh, like the occult or spirituality in gaming because there's a lot of games that show that kind of perspective oh interesting yeah like this is there's this one game i'm playing now it's like it's an old game from like the early 90s oh all the act razor where you are actually a god and people people in your village or that the village that you're looking after they come and pray to you and ask for things like miracles yeah and then so you got to intervene with them right oh and then the and then there's these heroes that are are there, but they don't really know who they are. But then they realize that they're a prophesied hero from ancient times. Oh, <laughs> wild! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and when they can't vanquish the evil on their own, that's where you intervene. You come down and kill them, right? Oh, kill, wow. kill the evil people. Yeah, and you got to look after your village, make sure they're building it up correctly, and everything. It's 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 amazing. That's so interesting. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. that's so interesting. Wow. It, I, so I don't cool. know anything about gaming, but that sounds really wild. It it makes me think of like, you know, science fiction movies that we watch, so-called science fiction that are just documentaries. That's what that exactly. kind of game yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Wild. Really interesting. That would be I think that would be a bit of a mind fuck to play. Oh, it's 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 awesome. It's also really fucking hard sometimes. It pisses me um, off, but <laughs> like I just want to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> I've stuck at certain points, but yeah, like it just um, there's so many things that like really stoke the imagination, and if you're not open to it, you're not gonna really look at. You're gonna look at it as like, oh, it's just a game, or oh, it's just a movie, or it's just a story, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've always said to people, well, not always, but the past 12 years, like there's a very fine line between uh, mythology and reality, you know? Oh, I know the line is so fine. And you keep, or you, you, you don't keep saying, but I've heard you mention 12 years ago, a couple of times now. So what happened 12 years ago that woke you up? Or, I mean, if you even want to share. Oh my God, that's, that's probably like a whole other show. Oh, okay. 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 So 
Okay, so people people have heard it before, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back to it. But in a nutshell, I I came off of uh, uh, anti or anti anxiety medications and got into the Bible, uh, oh. started judging people and hated myself for that, and then woke up to the fact that oh, you know what, the Bible is real, but I can't be dogmatic, so I have to, uh, I had this very vivid dream, and it showed me the fact that I have to stop uh, getting so dogmatic and just take everything for what it is and take all the knowledge that I've learned and apply it to my daily life and just love people for who they are and not uh, be so hooked into the Bible as the actual 100% truth. It's hmm. cool. Yeah. That's pretty beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's interesting how we all have uh, awakenings that hit us in different ways. So that's that sounds pretty profound. Yeah, it was. But at the same time, like, <clears throat> I've, I've learned to, like, connect all these little tiny seeds that were planted in my life that I remember and I'll never forget. And it all brought me to where I am now, right? Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. So I guess prior to 12 years ago, would you say that you were uh, more blue pilled, more asleep? Uh, <clears throat> I think I got uh, re like, I think the main thing for a lot of people and for myself was 9-11. Oh yeah. That was so huge. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was about true. 21 when that happened or 22. Mm. And plus before that, like when I was like 12, 13, I had out of body experiences and all oh, kinds wow. of stuff. Yeah. That really like made me question the reality that I'm in, you know, well, but wow. I was always very like inquisitive and inquiring at pretty young age. Well, that's and I think, cool. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with me growing up with like five older or four older siblings. Right. Oh, you're the baby. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I guess you're close with your siblings? Um, not too close. I was when I was younger. Okay. But I got, we're kind of all over the place now. Like I said earlier, like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my oldest brother and I are closest now. Yeah, so he has the same... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Dave. My sister. I don't know. I can't fucking breathe. I don't know what's happening to her. She's like rolling on the fucking floor laughing and she's just leaving me here. Dog. Is she high? You would think she is. I'm not high. I'm sorry. Sometimes I get bursts. <laughs> start laughing. Imagine if I was high. What? So what made you laugh so hard? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sitting here listening, and I'm just staring into space, and I'm just like, and just I don't know. I guess I was starting to trip out because you guys were talking about such deep stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, that is like all of it is just so crazy, and then I don't know. It's I awesome, start... right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you yeah, guys got... that's great. You guys you guys got me high by your conversation. That's awesome. 
Yeah, so maybe maybe other I'm, people. I'm, will... I'm leaving that in. Okay, you leave that in. <laughs> maybe maybe it will. Uh, as other people listen, maybe they'll have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> they'll feel the same effect. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh my god, what were we talking about now? Oh, your siblings. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, like my I'm I'm the youngest, he's the oldest, and we connect more. And all the other ones are kind of just like on the sideline. I, I oh. chat with them a little bit through text and that, but uh-huh. <clears throat> my oldest brother and I talk almost every day, right? Oh wow, yeah, that's awesome. There's I just think everybody's so caught up in the materialistic world, you know. It's it's mm. they worry about their future they worry about how much money they have they're proud about how much money they have or whatnot or you know yeah it's true yeah unfortunate but true like can't just can't just talk and shoot the shit you know you gotta you gotta you know ask about what are you doing for the future I'm like i don't know man i'm working right now yeah. i gotta got a pension plan i got benefits you know that's not that's not what life is man life is about connecting with people you know yeah i know it's funny actually when i the date i just went on he's like uh, oh so what's your plan like your bigger plans for the future and i'm just like i don't fucking know i have no idea right now i'm like honestly right now it's like just survive world war three yeah you know so it's it's is what's happening right now exactly yeah and i just want to survive it and then you know then we can uh take it from there but um right now that's the biggest goal i think surviving world war three right now is to not become uh um connected with transhumanism Mm, yes that's yeah yeah definitely oh yeah and that's that's another thing um i have i had a guest on and she recommended me I play this game called Detroit Become Human. Oh. And it's a beautiful game. Like I started playing it tonight and I put a couple hours in. I was like, wow. Like, um, so it takes place in like, I think 2038. Oh, wow. Where androids are now like, you can buy them at a store and uh-huh. <laughs> they start developing emotions and shit, right? Oh, and, fuck. Yeah. And they like, they become like, you know, they, they go to your house, they're, they're your product. And yet oh, they goodness. take care of your kid and they clean up your house and oh. you can treat them like shit and whatever. Right. But then the androids start developing emotions and then you start as a human, as a player, you kind yeah. of start developing emotions for them. And it's like, holy fuck, oh, you know? Oh, my gosh, that sounds so yeah. fucked. And freaky. It's very freaky. Oh, my gosh. It's interesting, because did you ever watch that movie? Um, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? And he's in a video, he's a video game, but he thinks he's a new guy or something. New guy? Oh, oh guy free, free guy? What? Free guy. Free guy? Oh, free guy. That, uh, yeah, free guy. Free guy. Yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's interesting because I'm like, you know, I've heard that theory, like that we're just uh, that we've like got like, people... theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
and people are just playing with playing us and we're just <laughs> we're just in a video game i see i often wonder if simulation theory ties into connecting us into the transhumanism uh aspect oh, oh right? yeah like if probably. you look at yourself like you are an avatar and this and that then that kind of dehumanizes you you know what i mean that's true. Wow. Yeah, I never thought of that. But I mean, call, call me nuts, but <laughs> no, uh, no, I think you're on to something. That's probably right. But it makes I mean, it makes sense because if I'm sitting here playing a video game, then I'm controlling somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's to say or who's not to say that somebody's controlling me and what I do? You know? Exactly. Yeah. I know. If you think of it, it's really trippy and it's definitely a possibility. And honestly, like, okay, I w- going back to the Bible again, like when I went yeah. deep into the Bible, I, yeah. I look at it, like I take a lot of the, the scriptures and I, I apply it to my life. Right. Like, like when you, when, like it says in the Bible, like with God, anything is possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you are for God, who can be against you? Or if God is for you, who could be against you, right? Mm-hmm. So that can really build you up and say, like, you know what? I can do anything. Yeah. As long as it's within the confines of uh, morality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you have to be, you have to play the game and you have to, it's it, life is almost like a video game. Like you can, you can do anything that you want, but it, you gotta you gotta play in by the rules. You know, mm. it's pretty wild. Yeah. It is. It's really wild. So crazy. I'm reading um, a book by David Icke, and um, mm. it's just like it's tripping me out. Just all the things he talks about, and like our perception of things, and you know what we really could do if we used you know our full brains and also you know we what we see like only 10 percent with our eyes like we're not seeing oh yeah 100 percent. yeah like could you imagine like i <laughs> i told somebody the other day at work i said we forgot how to fly mm. and she was yeah. like what do you mean i'm, I'm like she goes what do you mean do you think we used to know how to fly? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. That too. I always say that. I'm like, we could totally fly. We just, we don't know how we to. Just, but we just can't like, remember how to do it. Exactly. But I, yeah. I know. I feel like we. I feel like there's honestly not much we can't do. We just don't yeah. know it. We just forgot um, it. And if again, going back to the Bible, with God, anything is possible. Yes. Right? We just yeah. forgot how to do it because we are so indoctrinated and manipulated by the society that we're living in. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%, which was part of, exactly, and that's why they did that. They wanted us to forget who we are, who we are and what we're capable of. Yes. It's crazy. And I think the people that like, you know, like all the artists out there and everything like musicians, actors, all that shit. Yeah. And anybody, anybody with like a blue check mark beside their name. Oh, on Instagram, yes. Yeah. They, 
they're all manipulated into secrecy to like not um, talk how we are talking right now. Mm, yeah, uh, right. Definitely. Oh, so like oh, I yeah. think like, secret societies has a lot to do with it. Um, mm. Politics, all mm. these things have a yeah. lot to do with suppressing our imagination and our yeah. creativity mm. and. But even like <clears throat> the whole um, sell your soul thing. Yeah. I think when you sell your soul, it's not like a blood contract. It's not like, oh, cut your fucking finger and write your name and blood or whatever to the devil. I just think mm-hmm. it's like, look what I can do creatively. Okay. So if you want to make money off of it, you have to do what I say. Yeah, exactly. Which is which like shoots down all the artistic integrity, yeah. Which therefore uh, doesn't allow you to give your full potential. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I feel like once, I feel like once yeah, you've reached that celebrity status, basically they own you. So you're not really, uh, you're not yourself at all. I mean, right? Like you can't say anything really that you want to say. You can't even. And also, I mean, all that MK Ultra and stuff. So, like, I mean, who even knows if they can even think for themselves anymore? Like, who knows? Right. And I mean, like, that's that's where uh, I come in and and uh, tell you, Susie and Madeline, like, don't ever give up what you're doing because, and don't ever like sign a paper that says you can't do this you can't do that don't sign a contract no, you gotta you, i think everybody needs to work for themselves mm. and just get their own ideas out there and be that that ripple or boulder in the ocean yeah, you know? yeah. i agree yeah and someone told me uh, years ago when I was deep into the Bible and I was meeting other Christians and everything. Yeah. They told me, they told me that, dude, you are an encourager. Mm. You are. You are. You really are. You're and I took that. Huh? I took that. I took yeah. that idea and I ran with it. I'm like, I just want to encourage other, other people to do what they want to do and do what they need to do without living in this matrix, you know? Mm. <clears throat> like I'm not making money off this podcast perhaps in the future I will so that will yeah. help me to break through the matrix you know yeah. but I just want to get my audience built up more before I start doing that you know and I hope you do I, I think you will succeed you're very good at what you do and you definitely are an encourager that's how I would describe you thank you appreciate yeah. that yeah definitely Anything else you guys want to like get out there? What else do you guys want to, other ideas you want to get out there? Tell me. Um, let's think here. It's funny because like before the podcast, I was thinking of things, right? I'm like, oh yeah, this, this, this. And then, you know, you're all of a sudden you're in it and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't think of anything. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. I try to stoke the fire with uh, questions and stuff like that, but I'm a little mm-hmm. bit out of a out of loss right now. So, but I just want to ask you, like, like, what do you guys think is uh, 
what do you guys want the world to know about yourselves? Oh, um, well, I, I mean, I feel like, I, I feel like if you follow my page, it's like what I want the world to know is quite clear on my page, you know, poet, red pilled. I do want everyone to check out Shane Koizan because he is, if you enjoy spoken word, he's amazing. Um, Sorry, who is it? Shane Koizan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about him earlier, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the guy I opened up for, and he's he's a very, very famous Canadian poet, so um, or spoken word artist, I should. Oh, say. and then you had the other guy that you showed me, R.K. Gandhi. Oh yeah, I just you know what I I only met him online, um, but he's another loving poet. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's very important. Everybody, what everybody does is very important. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I think following, like, staying true to your passion, is so so important. And I think uh, this world is designed to make you forget your passion, and even if you remember, not have time for it. So I think staying true to your passion is just so so important. Um, Staying true to your passion, but also at the same time being grounded in uh, truth. Yes, definitely. And I don't know. I don't. I don't. I hate saying that truth is subjective mm. because I, I I do definitely believe that truth as a whole is not subjective. It's absolute. Mm, yes. You know. I I do. So like, because there's people out there that are like fucking evil beyond comprehension and oh, yeah. what they believe is truth. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like the people yeah. that world are like a bunch of psychopaths. Yeah. That's not I mean it's true to them, but you can't <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's true. That's why I don't know if you can really say it's well I mean I guess you can say it's subjective, but it's kinda not. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's, it's very, that's the thing. Like, it's you really have to be able to like find firm, um, light based truth mm. and stand in that and shine that light upon everybody else, yeah. Because people are shining darkness too, right? Yes, uh huh. They're spreading yeah. darkness like it's a disease, and it's we really have to expose that with our light. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that good always wins. Mm, yeah. so I, I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I want to be on, the, on the, the light side, you know? <laughs> oh, so do I, yes. I, I mean, I'm just like how, what Madeline was saying earlier. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to win this. And then it's like, oh, fuck, we're you know? Um, but obviously, I'm trying to stay um, positive and on the, you know? on the light side of things, but um, it can be hard when you're in the middle of World War Three. It really can be. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think there's still a long road ahead when it comes to, you know, like mm. kind of um, destruction of the human race. Mm. You know, there's, there's a long road ahead. Like, we're still probably going to go through that period where um, there will be androids in our houses and helping us out, things like that you know mm-hmm. we will uh-huh. have, like we might not see destruction uh physical destruction uh within our lifetime mm. we'll have to strive to be human 
Mm. You know? That's yeah, that's freaky. I know that's the thing. I don't know, like, you know, so many people were we were winning or we've won, we've got this, it's already done. And it's like I, I don't know and like some people talk like it's just like a matter of weeks and I'm like I don't you know I don't I can't say I agree with that I don't think you can I don't think you can um, put a timeline on anything mm. yeah. I just think like there's so many people that are like you know um, oh Trump already won Trump exposed the evil and Trump did yeah. this and did that and it's like yeah he did but at the same time you can't wait for a savior you know you gotta kind of yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta kind of uh get out of that shit yourself and break free and spread the positivity and be your own savior you know what i mean like as much as i love the idea of christ coming down and just snatching me up and bringing me up in the clouds uh yeah. i gotta i gotta work to uh to get free from this matrix myself yeah, I know. And that's I think I think that was the original message that has been uh, pretty much fucking vaporized from our own sites. Mm. Yeah, we live in such a um, you know savior, you know savior mode like mentality. Everyone's like, oh, there's you know a savior, a savior, whatever that savior looks like or whatever that the name of the savior is but everyone just has you know that savior mentality oh they're gonna come save us you know this person will come save us and it's like well actually no you know we gotta save ourselves yeah it's not gonna be some guy sitting in the white house or parliament the parliament building definitely not definitely well it's definitely not justin trudeau and it's definitely not joe biden you know what i mean no uh -uh, definitely not there's things they're thinking this planet, man. On the positive note, I look at yeah. them as just exposing how dark things can be. Mm. Mm. To make other yeah. people wake up and realize that we have to be the light. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah, that's what they were put there for, you know? Yeah, I know. That's true. Maybe they're they're indirectly waking. They're trying to keep everyone asleep and indirectly they're waking people up through their evil ways yeah exactly yeah yeah that's, that's, that's how i t- i turn it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't just want to sit there and say this fucking scumbag blah, 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 you know yeah we have, to, we have to like say to people like yo like this guy is a piece of shit yeah but you also got to realize like maybe he's put there for a reason maybe he's put there by the devil quote unquote yeah. Uh, or God. Yeah. To make us realize that we really have to rise above all that shit, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's really beautiful when you think of it like that. I. You should write a poem about that. Yes, we should write one. <laughs> uh, we or I should write one. Definitely. That's a great idea. I'm, I'll. I've got to put that one in my. Uh, in my notes. Put that one in your hat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You, yeah. When you write poetry, do you like? Do you just like sit there? Do you, does it come to you naturally, or do you just have to? Do you have to sit there and just focus on it? Um, 
it really depends most it depends on what kind of poem like uh, a lot of my instagram ones just like the the written ones not the ones i perform they have to be so small just like a sentence or two right in order to fit in instagram so um those ones usually just come so natural they just pop into my head and i jot them down and then um the ones like some of my uh a lot of my rhyme ones even the one like the ones i do by myself um those ones usually just come to me i just write them down um some of my longer ones that aren't related about current events they don't rhyme they're just like my personal life stories in poems right. those yeah. ones yes those ones take some time for sure um and i have to kind of sit with the pain and um and then the, and then eventually they'll come down on paper but um and then with me and Madeline, I find that we just write it like we just know, OK, you know, we look at it through the lens of psychology. We always have the last line that we say together. We know what we want it to rhyme. And like those ones, I find me and Madeline like writing them so fast. They just pop into our heads so quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, lo I love how you guys like take turns speaking, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It kind yeah. of like we wanted to create like kind of a brand. So it's like, you know, and I'm like, so that like all the poems are, you know, have the same sort of like her turn, my turn. It rhymes. It starts with let's look at blah, blah, blah through the lens of psychology. And then our the I last love that. line we say together. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I love that. I, I, I was going to like, I, I was yeah. even thinking already about like uh, the episode, title. you know, like, uh, red pill or like psychology through the lens of the red pill or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that would be cool. Or That's psychology awesome. and poetry through the lens of the red pill. Oh, that would be cool. I got to put that one in my hat as well now. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. It's funny because actually I thought of when me and Madeline were writing our blue pill poem today, I thought of another idea. Um, so I had to write that down for another poem. So now I, <laughs> and now you gave me some ideas. So now I have like a few that to work with. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Create, uh, it cre uh, inspiration comes in all avenues, you know? Exactly. It you really even, does. Look like at a blade of grass and you can write a song about it. You know what I mean? It's totally. You can't. Yeah, it's so true. As I long know. as you put your attention on on something, you can do anything. You can do anything yeah. you want. And I, I've had a lot of trouble with that too. Like, I mean, I've I've written a lot of songs and shit, but I've never really like put them out there. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. okay yeah, just because. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can sing, play guitar, all that shit, but. I just, oh, awesome. I, I just think that this is right now. This is like what I should be doing. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. Not everybody's gonna listen to a song about, uh, you know, conspiracy theories or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they could listen to it, but they were like, "Oh, this song sucks." Whatever, right? But yeah. I don't know. I just find that like conversations and things with other like-minded people is the way to go for me right now. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, I just, my main message is basically just to encourage people to do whatever they feel they are uh, put on this earth here to do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just roll. Try, try to expose yourself a little bit, you know? Sorry? Try to expose yourself. Uh, yes. Not 
not sexually, but <laughs> <you know? laughs> try to expose yourself uh, in a way, get, your, get yourself out there. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no harm in, uh, like, you know, making a quick buck on what you're uh, put on this earth to do. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as it gets you out of the matrix of the the bullshit uh, corporate working for corporations and working for uh, family businesses that uh, are miserable. Yeah. Be your own boss. Yeah, exactly. Instead of being a slave, yeah, to doing that, doing that nine to five in a job you hate. Um, yeah, and hopefully, like, it, hopefully that whatever it is that you're doing. You yeah. don't feel like it's a job. You just feel like it's a passion. And if you can make a buck off that, that's the best fucking thing ever. Yes, it is. I know. I'd love to. That's that's my goal. I, I would really love to make some money doing my poetry. Yeah. Uh, and I would encourage you to like do more because I, I love you. your, your stuff, you know? Thank you. It's just like, like every time, like every line, every beat that you put, that you guys put out, I'm just like, Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That's sweet. <laughs> I, I I feel like Melvin, do you wanna do you wanna talk? I feel like I'll give my I should give my sister a chance. I've done all the talking. Any closing thoughts? Any Yeah, exactly. That's words? what I I know yeah. I, I I told you what I want, you know, the world to uh you know know about me. So I feel like it's my sister's I'm just hogging the phone. We're just having fun. It's all good. <laughs> it's funny because somebody, um... somebody shows all about. It. I don't want. I don't want to be like too serious. You know what I mean? Like, it can get serious, but yeah. at the same time, I just want whoever comes on here to have fun. Like, I don't want it to be like so like nerve wracking or anything for anybody. Exactly. Yes. I know that's, and I like the tone that you have. You're mapping. Oh, it's just throwing it at me. So I guess it's going to take over now. Um, yeah. Where were we at? Oh, I was listening to you guys. I'm, uh, uh, where, what were we Any about? kind of closing thoughts about like, like, you know, like what, what kind of hope do you have for the world or this and that? Well, like, okay. So I think this is for me, I think this is the most, the, the biggest thing that I've taken from, 2020 and up till now so far and I think it drives Susie crazy fucking bonkers when I say this but I'm gonna say it nonetheless I think that like everyone here like even the people that are up and jabbed up and seem completely 100% asleep and the even the people that seem like total complete utter evil I think that they are all here just for one purpose and that is just uh for our own awakening like they wake us up to ourselves so yeah I think if I had one message to the world it wouldn't be to um continue to w- awaken other people like I think that's futile futile work I think it's like we see someone we say oh my god what a fucking idiot they're so asleep that's our opportunity to go within ourselves and say okay where am I still asleep where am I because there's, there's yeah a place and so in that way, everyone, the most from the most seeming evil to the most seemingly asleep, is here for our own benefit. So that's that's my message to the world. That that's my message to myself. That's what I've I think I've learned 
most profoundly. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I was telling Susie was that like Trudeau and Biden are obviously like pieces of shit, Mm -hmm. but they can they can allow you to like look further into yourself and become a better human being than they are and just uh, expose the evils that are out there with with uh with a grain of salt like tell people like like do what jesus did and just like like feed people little bits and bits and bobs right you know what i mean Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just expose the darkness be the light and uh don't uh don't be so negative man like don't be (laughs) such a negative nancy Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can one hundred percent be that, and I can do it like twenty three out of the twenty four hours. So I can do that. Like, no problem. I'm I'm an expert at that, and I still think like there's. I mean, yes, fuck Trudeau. uh, You know, fuck Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. I get it, right? Like, they're hell, and if we had the opportunity to murder them, I guess most of us would. However, uh, you know, at, at the same time, like if it wasn't for them who the fuck was going to awaken us like who exactly it has to be them like their purpose is is way bigger than we uh, are willing to acknowledge i think oh yeah 100 percent. i mean that's the yin and yang and, and and the good and evil yin and yang light and dark it's in everything it's in all mm-hmm. media it's in mm-hmm. everything and you gotta <laughs> you gotta like learn how to like pick a side and which side are you on you know what i mean <clears throat> if you're yeah if you're on the yeah. light side, then you got to expose the darkness and people will take you exposing darkness as a form of negativity. But it's like, no, I'm just trying to show you that there is evil out there. There is darkness. There is good and bad. Yeah. It doesn't, and I, it doesn't mean that I'm a, I'm a negative Nancy for exposing it. It just means I'm trying to show you that you got to pick a side. <laughs> Yeah, eventually you're right. We do. And also, I mean, this might sound a little bit crazy, but like, you know, all of us have that exact extreme within us, the the extreme light and the extreme dark, the extreme evil and the extreme love. We have it all in ourselves. So it's like, I, I think that on this planet, we've been conditioned to worship the light and the light is beautiful and it's amazing and it's so profound and it's everything. And um you know sometimes the dark is really important like when we go to sleep we want fucking dark right we don't want the light all the time so there's right. a part of us that needs to integrate the beauty of the dark the the dark is what gives us the light like just the worst of the light negates a huge part of what and who we are if that makes sense oh that's beautiful yeah and i mean like we all have really dark things about us every single one of us mm-hmm. yeah so that's so our yeah yeah but you gotta our feed job. the right wolf. yeah we got it we we have to exactly it's it's feeding you gotta, the feed, the, you gotta feed the lion which is the light or you gotta feed the wolf which is the dark yeah and and to be like cool <clears throat> the fucking wolf because part the wolf is still part of us we feed the lion yeah it's still a part of us the mouse is a part of us like it's it's all a part of us so yes we get to focus where we want we get to put our energy where we want we get to grow the light and integrate the dark because that there if we do not integrate that we will continue to perpetuate the insanity that we're in i I think that's our work oh jesus christ hallelujah i think that's a great way to end off this one 
<laughs> awesome. Beautiful. It's been so amazing and fun yeah. to It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm really glad I finally got you guys on. I mean, uh, I've been watching you guys, you know, and I just love what you guys do. And that's why I wanted to get you on. That's why I asked, right? So, Super yeah, fun. I just I, forever to figure it out, but I'm glad we did it. I know. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so uh, much. That's okay. I got to edit the shit out of this, but you know, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you guys got your bearing, so it's good. It's good. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can have you guys on another time. Yeah, you know? Sorry, I gave, we gave you lots of work to do. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. I got lots of time to do it, you know? <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave. <laughs> Thank you, you so much. It was a pleasure. You guys take care. Yes, okay, have a great too. night. Okay, and I will say uh, I love you, and I challenge everybody else out there to say I love you to somebody that you love. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. We love you, too. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Susie and Madeline, give it up for them. Follow them on Instagram. Um, You know, just check the show notes. Uh, You'll see where to follow them on Instagram. And uh, enjoy their content because they're... They're really, uh, they really do a lot of great work for the light side, you know? So, uh, I really hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. I, I had a a great time tonight with them. So, um, thank you guys again. And, uh, you know, if you can, uh, I finally got my, uh, the show on Apple. So if you can drop a review in there, whether it be, uh, negative or positive, I don't care. Uh, do what you got to do. I love you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. And I look forward so much to keep giving you content. And I really appreciate and love all of you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night.